and welcome everyone to another episode of Let's Talk About Cars. Yo, I'm here with Buddy. Hey, yo. Buddy, Buddy, why Rick, like Hookah says. And my name is Alejandro, and let's talk about cars. You now hit it, buddy. Hold on, let's do that again. Ah, there we go. <laughs> the volume was down. <laughs> it was a pre premature, premature. I'm sorry. Oh boy, oh boy. In today's episode of Let's Talk About Cars, we're going to talk about season four. We're going to talk about the new Ford GT that we just went to see uh, to Tampa Bay. We're going to talk about some football. We're also going to talk about some car news on the news right now, even on the website. Welcome everybody to All Car News. Uh, my boy over here is sharing some news with us so we can be up to date on top of all the content that we'll be providing. And uh, we're going to be talking about the R36 GTR rumors. It will not be a hybrid. We're going to talk about, uh, we're going to take a first look at the 2020 GT500, the Mustang, of course. Is AMG really going all-wheel drive only? Damn those guys. But it sounds like it is. And also, what about the DVS Volante configurator is up? Wow. Okay. That thing is sexy. So we're we're going to touch on all those things. But before we do that, and also get to the questions from everyone here at the community in Salamandrin.com, because guys, you're you're making this podcast. We're going into a... uh, you're going to be on Spotify. We're going to be on iTunes. Well, we are already, but I'm saying your question will also be there with us. Yes, sir. So uh, let's get started. Over the weekend, and I want to say I apologize to everyone, including you, buddy. I've been gone. Like, last week was crazy for me. I had work. I had filming to do, which is, to me, like, great work. Uh, and in between that, there was a lot of planes and you wow. were very shmi-like last week. Thank you. You were v- like, thank you. I saw the message. That yeah, you sent yeah, me. yeah. Very, very like, shmi-like. Oh, that's a very shmi post of you I mean, when I, I, was, <laughs> I was on the flight because I, I just feel like I feel like I'm not giving you guys enough content, but we are filming it. It's just we're we're trying to keep that quality high. We didn't have time to do a podcast last week because of the travel. Again, yep. I was on a plane every single day, and when I was not on a plane, I was driving for hours to get somewhere or coming back from somewhere. So it was really intense. It was a lot of fun. And in those trips, I had a chance to go to Florida, Tampa Bay. Congratulations, well, by the Sarasota. way. Sarasota, thank you. Congratulations. Thank that's, you. That's like a, a moment in every, uh, in every man's path is you have to visit Florida. You gotta. You have to. Well, it was beautiful. I mean, I know all the crazy <laughs> headlines that come out of Florida are pretty fucking nuts and wild with all the animals and all the stuff and whatever's going on there. Well, it's like the wild, wild west out there. You know, there's like a lot of things that you can get away with, but they also like... Well, everyone drives crazy. 100 miles an hour on the freeway. That's one. And a lot I, of people do drugs there, too. Like, well, that's what I'm saying. Like, there's a lot of crazy headlines. But e- the one thing that was really insane was seeing... I was driving like... Let's say that I was driving over the speed limit just a little bit. <laughs> and I would be in my in my car, whatever, and all of a sudden you see like an older lady just pass fucking flying at like 110, 120, and it was like constant. And it was not like mm-hmm. new cars, anything. It was just everyone was going so fast. But I appreciate two things. One, everyone was moving to the right lanes, like in Europe yep, or in will. Mexico, which is crazy. That doesn't yep. happen in California. No, not at all. And two... Oh, it's so pretty out there. Oh, it's beautiful. But once you step outside your car or house, it feels miserable because of the humidity. Oh, like That's why I moved away from the south was because it was just so miserable with it's the humidity. It's so intense. The car in the morning, Serge and I were leaving, and he goes, did it rain last night? I'm like, nah, Holmes, that's just humidity on the car. It looked like the car was sweating nonstop. No way. Yeah. No it way. Was, hold, hold. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Uh, Sergio needs me for something. Okay, go I'll take right him. Back. Go take I'll him. Right. Either oh. way, 
I got a chance to go to Florida with Sergio, Tampa Bay, and uh, I got to drive the new Ford GT. I don't want to ruin the story. I'm not going to tell you the story. There's a video coming up, of course. Uh, the people that got the Ford GT, they're so nice. And I really, really, number one, I am so grateful and I couldn't be happier that I'm back in the car world, that I'm back that I'm back making the videos that I want to make, that I'm back feeling like this and that I'm back meeting people with cars as an excuse, if you will. And I had a lot of fun meeting Sal and I had a lot of fun meeting Lou and, and all of their family. That was a great experience. Great people, lots of positivity. And I can't wait for you guys to watch the video and understand who got this car because it'll be a nice surprise. So I missed everything you just said there, but I, I, I'm talking about the Ford, you're talking about the Ford GT. That's right. Yeah. So I've been editing away on that one all day with the boys and dude, it's so cool. Is it's, it? It's so cool. I can't like, wait like to the watch car, it. The car is epic. Yeah. The video, if the video can be as epic as the car, then like you guys are in for quite a treat. I, I hope so. Quite a treat. I hope so. And I'm sorry if it's not because it's on me. It was just so much going on at the same time. And at some point in the car, it just kind of blacked out. I don't know if you can tell. <laughs> While I was driving it, I just, I don't know what happened. I don't remember anything. Yeah, so I'm not all the way to the interior footage. I'm like in the travel. And, Good for you. And, uh, yeah, then the there I was. Stuff right I now. was fine there. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. was before I hit like complete exhaust exhaustion and was like, <laughs> Dude, you, had, you had to have been exhausted. Sal yeah. was in the car with me and he goes, man, that was great. And I go, I, I actually forgot everything that I just said. Are you sure it made sense? And he goes, I think so. So that's where I'm at. Yeah, I yeah. hope it made sense yeah. for you. So so can I train you real quick on something? Yeah. Like live on, on, on the air with yeah. the guys. So when you're recording in the car, you do a good job of stopping the GoPro and, and all of that. But if, if if we have a lav mic on you, you got to reach in there and stop the recording. Oh, on I know, too. dude. I have recordings of an hour, <laughs> yeah. hour and a half. I'm aware. Yeah, it's, it's, quite, it's quite lengthy. I'm aware. And I would get to the place where we were driving. Which, by the way, I'm so lucky that I was in the car for an hour, right? <laughs> I get to the place and I was like, fuck, the mic's still on. Yeah, you were so, just, just walking around. It's recording. Boop, but boop, hey, boop. you can at least listen to everything that we talked about. The car, Florida. <laughs> yeah, there were some interesting conversations. Yeah, 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 no yeah, question yeah, yeah. about it. Yeah, but other than that, like, it's it's great, man. It's great. I, I can't wait like, to watch it. I, I applaud you guys for what you were able to do in the short amount of time that because we had you no did. time yeah, whatsoever. None. It was and, and you know you get to go and you meet the car and for the first time because I've seen people when I when I went to Geneva when we went to Geneva yep. that time I was sitting next to a guy that runs a huge blog like a huge automotive blog mm -hmm. blog not vlog yeah and he had written everything about the car that he was going to go see for the first time. But he was giving like a, a real review. I was sitting next to him and I was just like nosy as fuck looking at whatever he had written there. And he already had like, this is what I thought. He was great because of this. These are the negatives. And he was going to see the car. Like well, at what point are you giving a real like, What's input? going on? That's what I'm saying. So to me, that feels very fake. Mm -hmm. To me is I can write about what I know about the car. All of the stuff around it, like the history, where it comes into place, where it comes from, where yep. it'll go. But the real thing is I got to get behind the wheel of the car and tell you and discover and find out exactly what that car is like. And, and that takes some time, unfortunately, 
right? Yeah. Whenever you're getting in the car and also someone's talking to you and you're trying to figure out all these things and making mental notes. And well, Look, in, in this line of business, there is a lot of pressure to put out content. There's a lot of pressure to, you know, review the next car and, you know, you don't always have access to it. And, and there have been times where I think that we've even come out and we've had opinions about different things without even testing it. And then you just, yeah. you have to take a step back and realize that like, that's not fair. No. You know, like, do do we like it when somebody who's never met us then, comes out and just talks shit? Then we yeah. become the internet. Exactly. And that's why I wanted to stay away from that. And to me, it was very important that I had some seat time in the car and Sal and Lou were great and they let me be in the car and enjoy the car and we took it out to a great place to have lunch and whatnot. And it was just a great experience overall. I am obsessed with the car. I can't imagine. I I can't believe, but at the same time, I can't how close it fell to the Senna. Is that right? Like yeah. that doesn't that doesn't make sense to me. The only thing that he was lacking for it to be like a full real experience as crazy and wild as the Senna was the see through. It obviously doesn't have uh -huh. all the construction and like the like super classy design and clean that was stuff. my thing. Like it, to me, the interior looks a little just. I mean, it's very Ford. It's a Ford. Right? It's very Ford. Which is a really good thing at the same time, even though it's bad at some others. Yeah. But at the same time, you're looking at a car that they bought for less than half a million dollars. That's, that's worth about one and a half million dollars right that's now. That's true. Right, right now. Right? Right now. But even if it goes down, I Not don't yet. think it'll go down to sticker. Or even worst case scenario, if it goes down to sticker... That's a great thing for that car. Yeah. And the interior shows like the Ford Pride, like all of the stuff that you really want to see in a Ford, you see that. Plus the new digital dash that they added to the car, which was incredible. Mm. And the noise on that V6 EcoBoost is insane. You know what it's like? Yeah, go ahead. Like a 720 with a muscle car engine on it. Sergio kept saying in the office, he was like, dude, it sounded so much like the Bugatti. And I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. What the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. Dude? That's, that can't be, to me, that doesn't, <laughs> no pun intended, sound like it could be possible. Yeah. Oh, he does. Like you're talking about four turbos on a Bugatti and, it doesn't and then sound as intense. Boost. It doesn't sound right? as intense, but the thing is, it roars. Like remember, the Bugatti goes roar too. The yeah, four GT does that too. Whereas the seven twenty was just a, psh, and you just hear the yeah. turbos from inside. On the outside, the seven twenty is crazy loud. Yeah. Well, I've been I, look. I've been a fan of the way that the GT three fifty and three fifty R sounded. I, they, sound they sound like very crazy. very meaty, and they have that good like low low end rumble. Yeah. Of course, it is a V eight. But they still have people that are dialing in the tone and sound of these engines yeah. and the way that the output, you know, sounds, Comes right? Out, yeah. So to you, did it feel like with the Ford GT that they spent a lot of time on being able to reciprocate or, or put put that sound into the cabin of the car? Like, is that part of the build experience that, that they did? I think so. Everything is very thin in the car. It's uh -huh. very Senna-like experience in a, Ford, in a Ford way, if you will. Yeah. Loved it. The only thing I'd say is it came out a little too late for the amount of power that the car has. Mm. Uh, on a straight, the new 2RS, the 720S, the Performante, like all those cars will yeah. take it home, you know? Yeah. But it doesn't really matter at that point mm -hmm. because it was such an enjoyable car to drive. I, I liked it. The one thing that really surprised me was how well everything worked together. It reminded me so much of what the Carrera GT, like what makes the Carrera GT so great. Yeah. Every piece of in input that you're throwing the car, everything that you do has a response, like a precise wow. response. And it's not Carrera GT analog type of thing, but it's a new of that perfect synergy of every single part moving. Here's a crazy thing with wow. with, with, with the Ford GT. Um, 
it's a five hundred thousand dollar car, like you said. It's worth a million and a half just based upon the auctions and secondary sales markets. That, you yeah, know, it, like that's what it's that's what it's worth. But it's a five hundred thousand dollar car. Yeah, and when you talk about a, you know a GT two RS, you know two hundred two hundred fifty thousand dollars, McLaren seven twenty S three hundred fifty thousand dollars. Those cars, you feel like you can just hop in, rip them, and drive them, and nothing's going to go wrong. To me, looking at the Ford GT and the and and its presence. It's very much a car that seems like you should be scared of it. No. You, like, oh, 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 one second, okay. one second with it. Like, with the Senna as well, like, it's a car that looks like you you need to be careful with it, right? That's that's what it looks and feels like to me. And and I think that that's, a, that's something that's really cool that's accomplished for a $500,000 car when you start thinking about, you know, a McLaren Senna that's a million dollars or a Ferrari LaFerrari that's two and a half, three million. Like, it it falls into that category of it looks like it's valuable. Got it. And you I don't want to break it. I see it it took saying. me a while to get to Got what it. I was saying, but it, it looks like yeah. it's valuable. The McLaren 720S and GT2 RS, you're like, hell yeah, I'm about to rip this up. It's okay. Yeah. This one, it looks like special. Don't, don't fuck it up. Yeah. Like special. Right? Like you, you want to be careful, but at the yeah. same time, the car took like an incredible amount. I'm not going to say an incredible amount of punishment, but on the streets, when you go up and down and like hit it, whatever. Mm-hmm. He was perfectly solid. Mm. He was very solid. The seats were incredibly comfortable for what they were. It doesn't Ford seats. But they <laughs> the Ford, were, they they were Ford pretty seats. good. Ford makes some comfortable seats. They man. were pretty good. Us Americans, we have a, we have big asses. Yeah. We need comfortable seats. Visibility yeah. was great. The that noise was great. Me. The only thing that was really, really bad was the AC. <laughs> really? It it just doesn't come out cool. At all. At all. <sighs> Like and and I like pressed the AC button on enough like many times and all I went through all the switches. I, look, I don't know how many Ford GT owners actually watch like, I, I, watch yeah. the channel, but it, but if you are and that drive the car, yeah, that drive the car, I would be interested to know. Like, is is that a common thing in your Ford GT or is this just a one off with you know this particular one that you guys tried? I want to know. I but listen, the overall experience in it loved it. the The size of the car is humongous. Yeah, the car is huge. But he doesn't feel like it when you're driving it. Mm. The steering wheel. And that's steering, what I wanted to ask you about was the steering wheel. Because that's it feels McLaren like. Really? Yeah. And the the faster you're going, the harder it gets because the air there's so many air ducts in that car mm-hmm. that that's everything that it is. Yeah. So at all times, depending on what speed you're going, the car will adjust according to that and it's bananas forget about when you drop it into a race mode which is so cool it does look really cool the car becomes really it feels like a like a big go-kart you know how go-karts have a heavy steering wheel just like that i really liked it oh what kind of steering what kind of steering does it have in it It, uh it's regular uh um electric power steering electric power (laughs) steering yeah yeah, it does it's not hydraulic crazy it's not hydraulic crazy And so, even then, they give you, like, really good feedback. It's kind of like what McLaren's doing. The gearbox was insane. Mm. Insane. I couldn't believe it. Uh, the car never overheated. We were sitting in traffic a bunch. It was perfectly no, fine. No. And the brakes were so legit, like a regular car. You know in the 720, you got to press, like, yeah. all the way in. Brembo brakes, right? Yeah. It, it, it was just easy, man. Yeah. It was it was a perfectly fine car to drive every single day to look baller as hell. Now, I, I we've we've said... We've asked this question several times on the podcast of, mm-hmm. you know, w- would you 
would you rather this car stay in automatic or be a manual? Like, what what about that car as a manual? No, no. It's Don't man- waste your time. No. It's meant to really put you on the edge, and you just got to drive yeah. as fast as you... Because it's that. It's a speed yeah. machine. You're not supposed to get it in a manual if you really want to squeeze everything out of it. Of course. You know what I mean? And that car goes perfectly with that gearbox that it has. That's it doesn't crazy. have to have a manual gearbox. It doesn't That's need crazy. it. There's some play in other cars, like... If Horatio decided to make a Wyra that's a manual, mm-hmm. that'd be fun. That'd be really, really fun. But in this, this car is just strictly for speed, and it feels like it, and you're sitting in it, and you just by sitting in it, you feel like yeah, it. Well, all of the race cars now, they're all paddle shifters. You know, it's been, it's been that way for a while, you know, and that's the trickle-down effect of technology it's and, so and what fun. we continue to see. Now, is there anything in the car that you were just completely surprised about, like a, a feature or something that, that you weren't aware of? Like, was there anything in there that kind of caught you off guard that maybe someone hasn't reviewed? No. No? I I think mostly was how well put together the car was. Mm. I couldn't believe how well and how balanced everything worked in harmony with each other. I just couldn't. Because it's a Ford. Whether you like it or not, that's not the company that's going to make a car like that. Of course, it's mass manufacturing, and they're just pumping shit out. Like, I mean, we we talked about that with some other friends of ours with their Ford GT. Like, they couldn't drive it for six weeks because the paint hasn't cured yet because it, it literally rolled off the assembly line two days ago. And, for example, their paint job, do you remember the Weekend Speed one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Identical. Really? Identical. What they call it? Liquid red? Liquid red. And it's got like a triple layer of red. And depending wow. on where the sun's hitting it, you see it cherrying some areas, darking some areas. It's so beautiful. Like a nice red wine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love that. I really, really enjoy that car. So now in season four, mm-hmm. we've experienced the Bugatti. Yeah. We've hung out with Supercar Blondie. Yeah did the IndyCar thing and now the Ford GT. So yeah. three out of four episodes were, th- were red cars. Were they? Re- oh yeah. The Bugatti, the, the IndyCar, IndyCar and the, and Ford, now the GT. Ford GT. It's, it's kind of weird, weird, right? Yeah. That is really weird. I don't know. I just, weird coincidences like that just pop in my head. And I just, I didn't know if red is, you know, the, like the, co- the color in. of the season. You Red's know? In. I think <laughs> it's going to be it. Interesting. Uh, bec- I actually, I'm looking at an SVJ right now and it's red for us to take out. How weird is that? Now that you're saying this, it's yeah. kind of freaking me out yeah. in a good way. Yeah, I, like well, I, I know where a red one is. Like in my- <laughs> <laughs> you, did you see the picture I sent you the other day? What's that? I'm sorry, guys. This is like an insight. Which one? <laughs> there was a uh, a red one at a shop the other day. A red SVJ at a shop the other day. No. Yeah. No. Oh, in LA. But, but you in understand LA. what I'm saying, exactly, right? Exactly. Exactly. But uh, uh, it's a red one. It's <laughs> it's crazy. It's crazy yeah. what what we what we've uh, uh, been going through. I, I had no idea. So uh, Cole saying four GT or Singer. They're similar in price. Cole, what what's your deal with the Singer? He's so hung up on it. I look. I love it. I understand. Yeah. I get why. But to me. You can't make a singer and put them in the same level, even if even if they're on the same price, which they're not. The singer's more not expensive. Way, way more expensive. But the moment you try to put one and one against each other and say, well, the 4GT does place like a, a special place in history and, mm-hmm. you know, it won Le Mans, maybe not the big category, but it won the smaller category. It's a, uh, it's a throwback to the old 4GT racing, mm-hmm. all of that stuff. It becomes a more compelling package. And also, it's brand new technology. It's something new to look at. What other car have you ever seen with those cuts? Now, Singer is very specific and beautiful, but they're not bringing anything to the table where you go, this is the new... Although, I haven't driven the hypercar one. 
uh, the one that they had at Pebble yeah. this past year. I'm not a fan of that one. I love it. No, I no. Love it's it. it's there's too many modern bits on it. I'm not a, I'm not a fan. I like when if they I'm do going that. if I'm going with a singer, I'm going with that Malibu edition. Yeah. Or there was another one that oh. they just released. I think Milwaukee. I haven't seen a Milwaukee. It. One. I haven't seen it. Uh, I'll have to look that up. Beautiful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. So what else was on your mind uh, this week? Um, so uh, I I just wanted to say I'm, I'm very excited for what's coming up for season four, honestly. And thank you, everyone, that's just been putting up with this yeah. and, and just enjoying it. I it, It's making well, me really, really happy. Look, we're... We're in we're in a time now where we can put out quality instead of quantity. Yeah, you know the uh, fuck the YouTube algorithm where you're having to put out videos every single day. Yeah, like, I don't want to kill let, myself over it. I want to enjoy it. Yeah, but it's it's not even. Yes, it's about help being healthy and yeah. and and feeling good mentally about what you're doing. But it's there's also like a a great sense of pride when you know that you're actually putting in the work and and making something better than what it could be. Cause when you're, when you're trying to pump out videos every day, you're just like, all right, I got to get this out. I got to get this out. It's not, it's not not as good. It's not as good as I wanted it to be, but I have to get it done. Blah, 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 blah. Mm -hmm. Like it's just, it's not good. I think to me, the, the most appealing thing, sorry for interrupting you. I think the most appealing thing to me about this is every single video now is a challenge. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. Like it's not easy anymore. Like we're planning on like, it's all a new format, even though it looks very familiar to everyone. It's all a new format. Mm -hmm. It's all a new way of doing it. It's a new approach. It's way more elaborate. It's prettier. Mm -hmm. It feels more professional, even though it's still within what we make. Yes. We're not spending money. We're not going crazy Mm -hmm. over these uh, videos, but we're doing the best we can with what we have. Yeah. And that challenge feels so good. It does. I don't like when things feel easy. I don't like when you're just going in a monotone way, just going to places, you're getting the views. Who cares? Yeah. yeah. I don't care about that. I'm, yeah. I'm not I'm not into that. I'm not here for uh, that anxiety that it gives you not to create. I'm here to create so that I can feel rewarded. Yeah. So that I can feel, it's my outlet. It's, it's our outlet, right? Yeah. We're creating something new out of nowhere, out of thin air. That's we get to the, tell a story that relates to people, to others in that's a cool the way through part. cars. That's the important part is being yeah. being able to have the opportunity to tell the story that we want, right? Yeah. Like, you know, I don't I don't want it to be a circle jerk or anything here and talk about how great it feels that we can do this and all that, but it, it does. Like, don't get caught up in the monotony of what YouTube is. Like, if you're a creator watching this, like, don't get caught up in what everybody else is doing. Create what you want to create. Yeah, go. don't don't compare yourself with others, which yeah. to me, that was a big thing now, especially in my Instagram. I, I went out, out of my own way and didn't unfollow, but I muted, like, a bunch of things that mm-hmm. I'm always like, ah, oh, how come, ah, and yeah. I'm not, and this. Yeah. I don't need that. Yeah. Stop comparing yourself to others. It's a completely different relationship with yourself mm-hmm. than what others have with their own selves. And if you really truly believe and love what you're doing, it'll show and people will appreciate it. And that's been the best, best thing uh, about creating at this level. Now, now, let me get a little bit into the news that my man All Car News has been posting on the site, which we appreciate tremendously. Number one, do you know that health, uh, the Elephant crate engine uh, finally announced their pricing. Oh, God. What is it? What do you think it is? You can uh, buy the Heliphant engine, a 1,000 horsepower. Oh, so it's just the engine. Just the engine. Okay, just so it would be an upgrade to 
your charger. So it's like a, a new a new engine crate coming in, and you just drop it in. Well, you can drop it in your chal- in your charger challenger, or you can put it in a Raptor. You know how everyone's grabbing the Hellcat. It's the basically I'm, the Hellcat I'm engine gonna, over a thousand horsepower. I feel like I'm overshooting the price here, but thirty grand. It's thirty grand. Really? Dead on. Dead on. Yes. Dead on. Thirty thousand dollars. <laughs> I think that's a great proposal, especially for those people like yours truly that wanted to put a car together at some point. Yeah. Why not just grab that engine and let that be the base? That's such a sexy engine. We had somebody that was building a car a couple years ago that was that was doing it off a pretty crazy engine. Brody Jenner was putting together his old yeah, Challenger, he, he like was, the old school one. He put the new Hellcat with a manual. Ah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. They That's have it at gas. Yeah, that one's almost done, right? I, it, it might be done. I'm not entirely yeah. sure, but that's crazy. Then the other one that I saw that he posted was the R36 GTR rumors. Everybody keeps saying that it's a hybrid, but now they've confirmed that it's not going to be a hybrid. Yeah. Well, I thought that this was going to be the last before they go hybrid of some sort. That's like this. Well, like this is the last especially one. Especially looking at the NSX, right? What he yes. did. Everybody thought that they were going to bring it with this one for that reason. But yep. no, they don't think that it's ready. No, 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 no. They don't think that it's ready. Well, and I, I appreciate that. I don't, I don't think the customers are ready for that. You know what I mean? Like it's too much power, dude. It, well, <laughs> for a hundred thousand yes, dollar car. Yes, <laughs> but when you start you start dealing with hybrid hybrid technology, then you're taking away the fun for a lot of car owners and especially GTR owners. They love love doing mods on these cars. Like they love doing the like the fact that these guys are taking these GTRs and they're bumping them up like with for to three thousand horsepower, for, for three thousand dollars they're getting them to a thousand horsepower. Put a little more money, they're getting fifteen hundred horsepower, which is way way too much. That's so wild. You know what I mean? So the the fact that you would be taking that away, I mean, I I'm just assuming. But when you start dealing with hybrid technology, there's not there's not really a lot that you well know, either you're going to be able with. to ECU tune the crap out of that computer. Yeah. And throw the power like at a monster level, or it's going to completely shit the car, right? Yeah. Because I haven't seen yeah. any NSXs that are modified. Have you? No. The new ones? No. Has anyone seen an, NF- an NSX that has been modified? The new ones? I'm legit asking because I think uh, this is important. Uh, I don't think you can modify one of those. Like the 918s, have you ever heard of anyone putting... I know Porsche is doing an upgrade on the car very soon that they're going to drop on it. More yeah. horsepower, better torque split, all that stuff. But I don't think um, any regular customer has grabbed one of those and changed their tune on the car or anything. But if you guys know of anything, please do let me know. Well, it's something that we talked about for a while is, you know, when you're dealing with the hybrid technology and the electric cars, there's not there's not a lot of people out there that you know are are qualified to make those modifications on the cars yet mm-hmm. there's there's not you know that's why tesla is taking so long when cars go to shop is you know that there's just such a surplus of well, cars that need to be fixed and there's not enough people that know how to fix them yet that's what i'm saying that's a big problem it's that a massive you problem. go to volvo for example right mm-hmm. and, and we know about the you see the s90 the one that has the hybrid with everything Laporta has one of those. Yeah, 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 yeah. The, the Volvo, the big one that has the, it's a hybrid, turbocharged, supercharged, four six-cylinder engine. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's several cars in that lineup that have Which have is that. ridiculous. Yeah. Who, what shop are you going to take that car to? And even in their own shop, they're having problem fixing them. It's getting too complex, but also <laughs> the GTR boys, if they made this an electric car that just took off like crazy, an electric uh, hybrid, yeah, 
I feel like they would enjoy the crap out of it. I you think just, so too. The, the instant torque. That's what they want. Yeah. GTR owners don't care about anything else other than the yeah. and how fast it takes off. I just, <laughs> for the most part, I just want that car, like this new one, the R36, right? Yeah. So I want, I want it to feel a little more stiff in the cabin. Like tighter. Like, oh yes, I want it to feel tighter. Tighter. When we, when we took that one out, it just, and it may have just been the, the one particular model that we had. It, feels, it just felt a little... It's a Nissan, dude. I know, Whether I, you like it or not, and this is not a bash or anything, yeah. just like the 4 GT, you get some Ford in it. Yeah. You're going to get a lot of Nissan in this because this is not a half a million I, dollar look, Nissan. I know, I know. In the LFA, you get a lot of Lexus in that car, like regular Lexus. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that really kills off the, but then the, the appeal uh, but to But the me. LC500 was solid. But it's a $100,000 car, Holmes. Yeah. It makes sense. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you're expecting all of that Lexus in there because it's a $100,000 yeah. Lexus. Yeah. Now, take me above that. I'll there, there, was a lot of, there was a lot of trickle down, and I know I've said that twice today, a lot of trickle down from the LFA to the LC500, which yeah. is, you know, that's that's a lot of research and development that falls into that car. Well, now they're going to come out with a new LC, whatever it is, that's going to be like the new LFA, right? Mm, I hope so. Yeah, no, I they are, so. which I, is insane. I, I loved when we tried that car in Seattle. Me too. That was so cool. I wish we would have driven the, the hybrid one because they only loaned us the regular V8, yeah. right? Oh, I forgot that they had a hybrid on that yeah. one. I forgot. Yeah. Let me. What's the price on those now? I have no idea. I haven't looked into the LC500. I, I don't think there's enough of those on the street, if you will. There's not. Right? There's I, not a whenever lot. Whenever I see one, I'm like, whoa, there's an LC500. They just look so cool. Uh, so, on, an, on another news, while you find that, AMG is going all-wheel drive only. How insane is that? It's a rumor. That they're going to be killing the rear-wheel drive cars because clearly the power plant, like the powertrain in the car, can't be handled just with a rear-wheel drive car. The all-wheel drive performance that they're the, the all-wheel drive cars here apparently are preferred by customers by ninety percent. So it's a customer demand. It's how how well he pushes the power off the line. What you can get an LC five hundred mm-hmm. hybrid for sixty nine thousand dollars. No, you can't. Yes. How many miles? And you know you can negotiate there, that. All down, of right? these cars are fl- like all of them. The the hybrids and the regular ones. They're they're floating from sixty nine to eighty thousand dollars. Oh my! That's a good deal. That's a great car for the money. Do you think they have any problems with the hybrid system? I, I don't know. If, if there's I don't any LC five hundred hybrid owners here, or or have a friend that has one, please let us know. I'm dying to know how good those cars are, like on the reg, because. It's such a good car. It really is such a good wow, car. Wow, wow, wow. Dude, that's nuts. I can't believe this. All of these cars are like 7,000 miles, 7,000, 10,000 miles. Yeah. Insane. Holy crap. Now, you, were say, you were saying that AMG is all-wheel like all drive now? AMG is all-wheel drive now. That's what they're going for. Because the customers, 90% of them just prefer the all-wheel drive experience, which is perfectly fine. But listen... It doesn't take anything away from the car because you still have launch control and you still have drift mode. Yeah, but when does when uh, so when does that start? They, I mean, it's not like they're starting. It's a rumor based on uh, consumer behavior and uh, Mercedes behavior. Well, I mean, look, it, it makes sense because you're you, you have the you have the platform and technology. There's no sense in having multiple platforms if you know. If- it's not more than that. It's it's a better performance car yeah. every time you get an all-wheel drive car. The problem with the ones before, they were too heavy and the transmissions, the, yeah. all, 
the all-wheel drive from before wasn't as good as the one that we have right now, and you couldn't do as much of the torque split that you can right now with the computers. That's another thing. So whenever you get into these cars now, anyone can drive them. That's number one. Two, you're going to get mega performance from them. The GTR, the secret of that GTR, on top of the black magic that they throw in it, the yeah. Nissan, it's an all-wheel drive car. At the end of the day, whether yeah. you like it or not, that helps a lot to propel the but car. I, look, I, if I have the opportunity in the future to get mm-hmm. an AMG GTR mm-hmm. and they have a new line of them, I, I want the rear... I want the rear wheel drive option. I don't I don't want my AMG GTR to be all wheel drive. I just that car just feels like it's made to be The AMG GTR Pro will be all wheel drive. No. I think so. No. I think so. I don't think it's gonna miss out on anything. The car is just so planted, I, dude. And I, that's what you want. If you want to go fuck around, put it in drift mode. I guess I guess you're right. It's all wheel drive and look at it. It changes directions like a shark in water. Yeah. I it's like the manual thing from before. Yeah, when PDK was not good, before PDK, before all those transmissions got good, yeah, put a manual in it. But now, don't give me I a just, manual. I just loved seeing, like, when when we did the video with Hookah mm-hmm. and, you know, do, doing the donuts and everything. Like, that just, that looked awesome. And but it, can and still it do felt that. awesome. You just press a button now, let the car know, and you go. Hmm. Ain't that cool? I think it is, because you get the best of both worlds. So Forex is saying that Fab Speed has an ECU tune for the NSX that adds 70 horsepower, 100 pound-feet of torque. Uh, that that sounds about right. I feel like you can get 70 extra horsepower from the battery and a little bit yeah. from the engine too. Yeah, that makes sense. So 70 horsepower and 100 pound-feet of torque. But there's no one doing a crazy, like a fuck Mm-mm. you, here goes a 1,000 horsepower from this because no. I don't think that's, it's that's doable. That's too difficult to do. I don't think it's doable. And um, Madman behind the wheel saying that only body kits, for the most part, uh, seem to be the the NSX people doing. Yeah. Are, are all pro members eligible to have a featured post? Bennett8859. Everyone, pro, non-pro, is eligible to have a featured post. What you need to do is bring us amazing, unique content. Most people here on the platform share videos from other creators. And... When you're sharing videos from other creators, I try to stay away from that because I don't want those creators who most of the time happen to be my friends or people I know thinking that I'm stealing their content and putting it on my site for views, which makes no sense. So I try to go into anything that's brand uh, fresh content from you guys, whatever it is. So in the news world, All Car News, he was doing that on Instagram. He was compiling and doing his own little report on it yeah and that's why it made sense no, that's it's why perfect. it works with justin it, yeah it's perfect i think it's it's a great it's a great you know not only opportunity for him but but for us to see you know other ways that the platform is being used and can be used mm-hmm. you know i think mm-hmm. it's i think it's really really great um by the way i'm sorry i think uh kiki's or kiki's is saying that gtr pro is a rear wheel drive car i'm gonna that's look great. it up i'm gonna look it that's up that's great Still good news. Um, Either way, the car is phenomenal. The regular one, I can't imagine what the AMG GTR Pro is going to be like. Can we talk movies a little bit? Before you talk movies, let's talk about the draft. Uh, why, can I just say, why are the Giants committing suicide? Why? I'm, I, I, I'm trying to stay nice right now. But it's I'm not trying like, to stay nice right now. My, the, for anyone that's watching, uh, we're talking about the NFL football American football yep. people. America. Uh, <laughs> we're talking about the New York Giants, which is my team, sadly. 
that is really they brought sad. me a lot of joy in the past years like 10 years ago but now mm. it's getting to the point where it's embarrassing yeah and you should be embarrassed and it's ownership it's not everyone is mm. blaming gettleman everyone's blaming the gm that dude's there to do what the maras want done for mm. their team and he's just showing face and getting paid dude y'all are terrible Y'all are in such a bad. You're in such a bad position we, right we now. You're in a horrible hole, and he just like grabbed all of his strength and dug deeper. Can anyone in here explain to me why, why, why? Anyone? If anyone can help me, why are, are why are we doing this? When when did we go? You know what? Never mind. We just don't want to win anything at all. It's just funny. Like the Giants have become the Jets. No, the Giants have become the Browns. <laughs> I promise you, the Browns are going to kick ass this year. Kick ass. <laughs> they really Me, are. Baker's a star. Odell Beckham, Laundry. Uh, who else? They got, Landry. Uh, they got <laughs> Vernon. Uh, I mean, they got all of yeah, our star players. They have basically. some studs. Yeah, they so, do. And they, and they killed the draft as well. Like, absolutely crushed it. Why do we not want to win? Either way, you want to talk movies, just don't spoil anything for, for anyone no, I'm not with gonna, the Avengers. I'm not going to spoil anything. I, I promise I'm not going to spoil anything. Okay. But what I will say... Oh, he wants me to talk Game of Thrones. I'm not... Oh, no movies, no Game of Thrones. Okay. Um, we're going to talk in-game. We're going to talk in-game. Avengers in-game. And I know that you're not a... I know you're not a... Um, Rod told me to just you're, get into you're not, all you're of not, these. You're not into the. You're not into comic movies, but you do. You have to. You have to just spend Let some me time say, and knock I them used out. To. Yeah, but once they combine all the superheroes into one big pile of mess, I got lost. Uh, by the way, I promise. Which no, I I'm will not, watch. I'm not going to give any spoilers, so you you can you can stay tuned. Don't you don't have to go anywhere. But Kevin Feige, he is the producer yeah. for Marvel. Yeah, he is the man in charge. He has not produced anything in Hollywood other than comics. That is it. He start he started with like the low level X Men, like when they were first coming out. I love that you called that low level X Men. It's no, no, hundred and fifty no, no. million dollars. But what I'm saying as an associate producer, yeah. like he he started at the you know at the bottom, but he, but here. he got his associate producer credit because he knew so much about the comics. Yeah. Okay. Ten years later, well, I guess it was. No, I mean, it's been 15, no, no, no. 16 2007 years. is when the movie started, and he started in 2000. So seven seven years later, okay. he was running Marvel. Like seven years later, he, okay. was, he was running Marvel. Okay. And what he was able to pull off with all of these characters and to so beautifully put them all together, 22 movies, by the way. 22 movies in this phase one, phase two, and phase three that makes of sense. the Avengers initiative. Yeah. It all ties together so perfectly. And I'm going to just let you know, one, when you go see Endgame, make sure you pee before you go in. In super long, right? It's like three hours it's, long. It's it's it, The runtime is like three hours and five, six minutes. Uh-huh. But when you get in there, there's like 20 or 30 minutes of, you know, trailers and then you know you have your end credits and, and all hours. of that yeah so you're you're in there for quite some time so go pee before you watch <laughs> it like please 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 do yeah. that um but i was sobbing that's what i heard everyone I was came out sobbing. of that movie a mess like it's just i think what it had what it had to do it had nothing to do with the so much the storyline and and the things that happened it just i think to me it's more like and you guys know that this is the last Avengers movie. That's why it's in game. It's part of this phase. It's like the it's the last one that we're going to see. 
it's like a part of your childhood or, you know, just something that you've been dealing with for the last 12 years is over. Wait, so this is the end game for, for real. Yeah. That, that, and for real. that's what they've said from the beginning that the, the Avengers initiative, like this arc phase one, phase two and phase three ends this, right here. It, it ends right here. So everything that started with Iron Man, it ends right here. Wow. Okay? They're going to continue on. So there's more storylines and things happening. They're, they're, doing some uh, TV show spinoffs uh, on some of these characters. Mm-hmm. Um, but to me, it just, if it was just sad and bittersweet all at the same time because they knocked it out of the park. Like, I, I, I cannot fathom another way that they could have made that, that movie. That they could have done so it. That's so hard like, to say today, right? Yeah, like, it, it really was a, a cinematic masterpiece. It is everything that Hollywood should be now with, with the technology and everything that they're able to accomplish. Um, it was all just masterfully done. I need to watch all you, that. Like, you have I'm to. I'm legit. Rodrigo was telling me we went to lunch and he was telling me, you got to watch these movies. You got to go watch these movies. Incredible. Yeah, so this to. week, I'm going to try to figure out at what time I'm going to watch these yeah. damn movies. So here, here's the thing. There are ways now of watching these movies mm-hmm. like, there are suggested ways where it's not compl- like actually in order of the way that they were released, but actually yeah. the way that you probably should. Like you could watch them the way that they're released, or you could watch them, you know, in a Story linear line. timeline. I'm a linear guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I'll send you a couple of suggestions on on how to watch it. Uh-huh. Um, Please, but, but most everything. Uh, other than Captain Marvel, I think everything is like on iTunes or uh, Netflix. Yeah, and I want to go, and, and this is why I want to watch it now, because I still want to see Captain Marvel. No, not Captain Marvel. Uh, the Endgame in theaters. Yeah. I want, because that's what these movies are. Yeah. They're the it, only it thing that is, is worth today going to the theater. It absolutely is. To watch a movie. 100%, Everything 100%, else, go home and like, watch it. They they make the movie experience great again. And also, also I'm going to I'm gonna give a plug really quick on AMC. You, I mean, you remember MoviePass, and we, we own quite a bit of shares. We are, hang Pass. on. I'm a massive investor in MoviePass. Yeah. If MoviePass, what's that? He'd stop right now. <laughs> my, my stocks would be worth $90 million to $120 yes. million. Dollars. Yeah, exactly. I'm a massive investor in that company. Oh, me too. Now, it's not my fault that I spent $1,000 to get that type <laughs> of share. I hope... I hope because I haven't gone bankrupt. Yeah. I'm riding this train and seeing where it goes. It's been going down nonstop, but they haven't gone out of business. No, they haven't. Until they call it quits, there's still a chance there that our investment might make us a I, lot I of money. I hope so. I hope so. I'm banking Even on it. Even if they get to two, three dollars a share, we're golden, yeah. dude. Golden. So so here's the hard part is AMC, which owns all of these theaters, like they yeah. own almost 7,000 theaters, I believe, you know, in the U.S. No, there's that many theaters. No way, because when you get a, a wide release, you get 46, 4,700 screens. Maybe it's 4,000 theaters. They, okay. they have quite a bit. Like okay. AMC, AMC is one of the top Largest. two. I okay. think it's top two in the world. And they have their own subscription service now, which is AMC Stubbs. And for 20, I think it's like $25 a month, $30 a month. I can see three movies a week. Wow. I can see three movies for a week. For how much? Like 30 bucks a month. That's a really yeah, good deal. So I can see three movies a week, which I will never do it because there's not enough movies that I'm interested in to do it. Mm-hmm. 
but you also get you get perks and benefits. You get to skip lines. You can yep. pick your seats ahead of time. Twenty two hundred screens in the United okay, States. Twenty two hundred screens. That that accounts almost for fifty percent of a yeah. wide release of a movie, which is crazy to yeah. think. And all worldwide, over eighty two hundred. So now think about it this way: Movie Pass is coming in, and they're just coming in with an app that is buying the ticket for you from the particular theater, and then they're paying that theater for it. Correct. Right. Yeah. AMC, AMC owns the ticket. They own the venue. They own the popcorn and drinks and everything that that well, is. Well, they're buying the movie too well, directly. Yeah. Well, they're buying the movie directly. Is, is what I'm saying is they are the they are the group that is supposed to be doing this, not Movie Pass. No, correct. And they're the ones that are going to change the game. They're not. They're. I can't see Movie Pass coming out of this unless an actual other theater or box office comes out and purchases them. Oh, I hope you're wrong. <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying that that's what I that's what I feel. But any anyways, <laughs> AMC has made to me the movie, movies fun again. Yeah, because it makes sense, dude. He got so expensive. Yes. So expensive. Yes. $20 a ticket now to go to certain mm-hmm. movie theaters. Yep. In Mexico you pay 45 pesos or 60 pesos, which is literally $3 mm-hmm. to go to the movies. That makes sense. Yeah. And everyone goes to the movies. Mm -hmm. But in here, no, it's really hard. And also, the more badass our entertainment systems are getting, the less people want to go to the movies. It's true. This is why Netflix has been so successful, to be honest with you. But but going and seeing Endgame, Mm -hmm. I don't know. It just, it makes, it, it feels right, again, to go to the movies. Like it's exciting to go to the movies, like the the atmosphere and environment and everybody there. It was just great, and and I, I encourage everybody to watch all the movies. I like what they were able to do. Yeah, with these is is un unbelievable. Like, I'm gonna go watch them. Like I just, really just imagine twenty two movies that all tie together. That's fucking crazy. I can't even tie yeah. up like two movies together, man. Can't even, <laughs> can't even do like Hyper 5, like the three series. It was hard to tie them together, you know? And it was all one episode. And it was just one episode. 22 movies. <laughs> I can't imagine how complicated, like the oh structure of all of that yeah. had to go and for each character to make sense and hit every yeah. note, you know? Yeah, it's That shit like really only gifted people can do. Hence, they've made billions over yeah. billions over billions. Uh, Forex, I, or who was saying... Uh, Jay Scott saying that uh, the end game made him five days, $1.2 billion worldwide and $350 million domestic. So it, so it broke every single record in the book, by the way. And and I'll explain this to you. So I think the record that that they needed to break was, infin- was any Infinity War, which was 256. 256. Okay. And I think it was 256, 257. Around those numbers, yeah, that's was, what also right like the, all their crazy movies were barely touching. So And, yeah. and also all of these movies... Like the prices are, you know, affected by inflation. You know, some of these other movies from a long time ago, they would have done much better. I'm sure Avatar, when it finally comes out, is going to be nuts. Oh, it's going to destroy um, everything because everyone then, is waiting for that. Yeah, and then there's all these IMAX screens, which the you know tickets are even more Higher. premium because you're going gross, like exactly. literally gross numbers. That means if the ticket that used to be nine dollars when I lived in New York is now twenty, exactly, you're basically charging me more than double for the ticket. You're not getting two people. Exactly. So, mm-hmm. so, anyways, all of these numbers, right? Um, I think it's Cinecom is the company that does the predictions. They were saying that it's mathematically impossible, right, for Avengers Endgame 
to hit 300 million. Like that was the goal. Everybody was waiting for them to hit 300 million. Like somebody was going to do it. Who was going to be the first movie to hit 300 million? And Cinecom was saying it's mathematically impossible because of the number of the the theaters and all of that. You have to go for every showing from the morning. Exactly. They said 270, 280 is probably doable, but 300, I just don't, they don't see any way that it would happen. They did 350 million. But in a weekend? In a weekend. No, they didn't. From Thursday to Sunday, 350 million. That's domestically. That's domestically. Thursday to Sunday worldwide, no, 1.2 1. 1. billion. Oh, my God. $1.2 billion. Oh, my God. Right? Yeah. That's unbelievable, man. Just to be clear, Titanic altogether, which was the highest grossing movie for 10 years, and Avatar came in and took it over, yep. made $1.7 billion. Yeah. All in. All, all in. All in. Yep. Wow. So this was the first movie to hit $1 billion on opening weekend uh, worldwide. Holy And they did 1.2. Let, uh, let me take yeah. a break real quick to tell everyone. By the way, guys, we're going to be making the podcast and we're going to be doing these lives once a week. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. We <laughs> didn't address important. that before. We're going to do them once a week because we want to make sure that we bring you the best content we can with the news. I didn't have a lot of time to prepare today, but we want to start bringing guests. Whenever yeah. we're going to change it from Monday... To another day, we'll let you know in advance because most likely we'll, we're going to start having guests. Yeah, right. Yeah. So that's going to be yeah. We have the, be that. we have the space here. We're gonna we're gonna mount some of the cameras on the wall so that it's a, li- a little better. But we're there's a lot that's happening. You know, yeah. a lot that's happening in yeah, here. Yeah, exactly. But I just want to make sure that you guys know we're on it. We're going to be here. Yeah. Um, the other thing I wanted to talk before we go is Formula One. Oh. Did you watch the race? Uh, I did not. Okay. So for I've everyone, watched every one but this one so So for far. everyone that doesn't know, uh, last weekend, Formula One had their Grand Prix in Azerbaijan, in Baku, the, capi- yeah. the capital of Azerbaijan. A lot of people don't know where that is. That is right next to Georgia, Armenia, and uh, Iran, if mm-hmm. you will. So it's in Europe. In Baku, that's like by Baku's, Tatooine. Baku is the capital. <laughs> and the big thing here this weekend was the the... The street, because it's a street course, kind of mm-hmm. like the Long Beach Grand Prix, right? didn't have enough grip. It had a lot of problems. And on top of that, they didn't put the, what are they called? The sewer? The, fuck, what do you cover the sewer with? Uh, great? You cover no, no, no. The, you grab the, literally, it's like this in the sewer, like uh, one of those things, and then you open it and you can access the sewer. What are they called? I can't believe oh, I'm blacking uh, out. It's a manhole. It's kind of like that, but like the sewer cap, basically. Okay. And Williams, one of the drivers from Williams was driving on top of it, and the thing got sucked into the car. What? And destroyed his car. Destroyed what? it. Destroyed the car at the bottom. The guy was like, what the fuck happened? Came out, and Charles Leclerc, before he, the Williams guy did it, was driving by it, barely touched it, and you could see it lifting. Wow. Right? So, the, you know, the car sucks so much air they, uh-huh. to get into the, uh, to get on the floor. Like, again, like Pato said, it's like an airplane upside down. Exactly. So, all the suction created that. So, the first qualifier, the I'm sorry, the first practice, F, um, P, FP1 uh-huh. got canceled after that. Because they, they had to change. Literally, it broke the street. Wow. So, they had to clean all of that shit. Let us be clear. Who won? Again, Mercedes did a one-two. Bottas took it home. Yep. Hamilton came in second, and Vettel came in third. It was such a good race. So Bottas, by the way, this has has received or he's he's gotten redemption 
for all of his victories this year on courses that he had yeah, a problem, a from, problem before. from before, because right? Because the year before, in Baku, he was going in. Like, last lab, he had it, and then his tire just, he had a tire puncture. Wow. So he completely blew up and had nothing. But the incredible thing about this was, there's a couple of highlights for me. And we're going to make this show, I'm going to put together uh, tomorrow, most likely, because today it's too late. We're going to put together a little show for it, where we talk about these highlights. But the number one, Charles Leclerc was coming hot dude he had the best lap time on on qualifiers and he ended up hitting a wall i think on turn eight yeah put him I out so that. he had to start at number eight and uh another williams car crashed on i think on that corner or it could have been nine which is ridiculous all the problems that they had wow. there there was someone saying i was watching a uh i was watching a live stream that they had and people were saying I'm making a petition so that Williams get the pace car instead of the Williams driver <laughs> in there. Like it was so bad. But uh, what really, what really impressed me was Charles Leclerc from eighth. He ended up in fifth, fifth. or yeah, fifth. in fifth in that race, which impossible to pass. Yeah. Think about Long Beach on steroids with no grip. That's one Jeez. and two. The battle that Bottas and Hamilton had in the last two laps. Oh, so Mercedes, Mercedes let them battle. It's well worth just watching it. It's not that okay, they I'm let gonna him. Okay, I'm going to go back and watch it. It's because- not that they let him. Hamilton is a fucking monster. I've never seen anyone so like, all right, this is it. I'm going to beat him now. After they put a, a nice advantage, uh, after they took a nice advantage over everyone and Vettel was like probably two seconds behind or a second and a half behind yeah. them. Um, I want to say Bodas was about a second and a half ahead of uh, Hamilton. And then Hamilton was like two seconds ahead of Vettel. And it starts to get to the point where it's three laps to go. And you see that Lewis says on the radio, all right, I'm going. And then wow. you can hear on the radio for Botas that they're coming after him too. They're like, by the way, Lewis is coming in. He just had his fastest lap time. He just did it again. And Lewis in two laps cut that to 0.8 seconds. Wow. Comes to the finish line. Like they're getting like to the last lap. They're getting right there. Hamilton makes a mistake on the last turn. And I got to tell you, Botas ran that fucking course perfectly. He didn't make a single fucking mistake. And it was so impressive to see. While Hamilton was coming in on the last corner, it's got like a a, a big, uh, what are they called? It's got a big space on the right where you can go a little bit off track and you can oh, I know, up I some I know what dust. you're talking about. And <laughs> Botas did it perfectly. And Hamilton came in and grabbed some dust. So he lost some traction. At that point, if he wouldn't have done that, he would have had DRS to pass Botas at the end. So even with that, here comes Hamilton right behind him. Botas gets really close to the Williams car, which is about to lap him. Yeah. Once you get close, you get DRS. First place. Oh, man. It was unreal seeing Hamilton's determination of like, nope, I'm going for first. I I don't know. Oh, dude, he's a monster. Wow. To me, Hamilton is the talent. Yeah, like Leclerc, he's the talent as well, but but Hamilton is is the gifted one, it's right? Experience, he, like, man. I think Leclerc needs the experience, yes, and he'll get there. No he question will, about he will. it. But in comparison with Botas, like Hamilton is is the talented one. Like he's the gifted one. Not saying that Botas isn't, but Botas this year seems like he is the student. Like he is the one that he has put in so much time and effort 
this year to be smarter, to be better. And Mercedes is truly like he's giving running, him a great car he's this year. Running perfect races. He he really is. He's not making mistakes. Last year no. he made mistakes. This year, the guy you can tell that he has been so studious with these tracks. And I'm excited for for this, but I, I'm completely shocked that they let them battle it out. Even even with that much of a lead, they were shading their pants. Let oh, me be clear about that. They were shading their pants because it's not like if. It's not like they had a clean let's go at it. They yeah. were going at yeah. it. And if anything, at the beginning of the race, if you watch the start, Hamilton goes with everything he's got to take Botas the fuck out to the second place. But Botas' defense is so good. Yeah, I mean, on wide circuits, that's the one thing I've learned from watching him. His defense is so good. I figured, because before getting on the plane uh, from Tampa, coming back, Formula One was about to start. The race was about to start. And they asked on Instagram, who do you think is going to be number one? And Botas had qualified, Botas, I'm sorry, had qualified a number one. So I figured, great defense, as long as he runs a perfect race because he's he had the fastest yeah. lap time in qualifiers, he's going to do well, right? He's going yep. to be able to yep. hold them at first. So I put my two cents in. Everyone goes in, fuck you, you don't know what you're talking about, you don't know anything about Formula One, which I don't. <laughs> That's fine. I don't. And when I landed... I saw that both has won, so I went in and I just rubbed it on everyone. I was like, who the fuck? What the fuck now, guys? I don't know shit. But I couldn't believe, I couldn't believe the persistence of Hamilton on that race. And yeah. I'm telling you, the start, just watching the start, he tried to take him out right there and then. Yeah. And Botas was a fucking sick monster. But everybody Ran knows a that. perfect race. Everybody knows that. Like, Hamilton's weakness has always been his start. Like, he does great in qualifiers, and he'll get there. But, you know, when it when it comes time to start the race, he's not great off of the line. That's just always been his thing. But this year, he's he's done much better. Um you know, like wow. you were saying, I'm I'm sure I'm sure he was right there, ready to ready to pounce on him. But Botas, he's he's always been great off the line. Man, man, I yeah. that was really really exciting. I loved every second of it. <laughs> Cole says, greatest Hamilton, Lewis or Alexander? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Um, either way, I think we're gonna leave it with that. That's There's exciting. A new Formula One show coming tomorrow. I gotta finish the 4GT video. We all gotta finish the yep. 4GT video, and uh, we'll see you guys later. Thank you, everyone. That's joining us. Fellas. Another episode of Let's Talk About Cars. You'll see some four, baby. Woo. Let's get it. <laughs>